the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Money Monday on The Answer means a conversation with Josh Pick of Aptus Wealth Management. It's a great time to have the conversation because, boy, there was a lot going on last week. And that underscores the need to have someone investing or watching the markets on your behalf, a fiduciary, someone who is legally obligated to do what is best for you. And that is the Aptus team. They're located in Lewis Center, just off Route 750, near 23 and 270. And they offer you a free consultation. I can't think of a better time to have one than now, given all the volatility out there in the market. You can set up that appointment by calling their office, 614-917-1040, or you can make your appointment online at their website, aptuswealth, A-P-T-U-S, aptuswealth.com. And it was an eventful week, Josh. After we spoke last Monday, we had the Fed again raise its benchmark interest rate by a quarter of a percentage point. So they obviously deem inflation a problem they have to get under control. Yeah, you know, there was a lot of uncertainty about what will uh, a raise of interest rates do, and and who knows what the Fed is looking at from a metric. It looks like we still have, you know, unemployment is still pretty low. The economy, at least from the stock market's perspective, maybe not the real economy, still seems to be doing well, although it's whipsawing back and forth. But I think, you know, this week's conversation really points towards uncertainty, both with with the Fed, with uh, the fact that we're going to have to raise the debt ceiling. There's a lot of things that would uh, cause an investor to be very trepidatious as they're looking at the next, you know, three, six, 12 months. And now we have this conversation about the debt ceiling and, you know, will they reach an agreement on that? Democrats don't seem to want to curb spending. Republicans say we need to. Democrats aren't so sure. Individually, of course, we all have to watch our budgets and pay our bills. One of the things that people often cut out at a time like this is investing and that can have really long-term ramifications when you stop setting that money aside. What do you say to clients who maybe need to take a break from the plan that they've set up to save because uh, life has intruded in an unpleasant way? Well, I think there's two tough spots in, in times like these. One would be just like you said, you have a cash flow issue where you know maybe somebody's lost a job or you have an emergency that came up. And, there, and in those instances, of course, sometimes we're going to need to push the pause button on investing. And there's nothing wrong with that as long as we don't turn it into a habit, but rather just a temporary thing. And, you know, unfortunately, what I've seen over the years is sometimes, you know, we take two weeks off from the gym and two weeks turns into a month, turns into I haven't been there in a year. And similarly with investing, you know, it's a habit to get into and it's also a much easier habit to get out of. So I would just encourage people to continue on. But I think, you know, there's one other thing that's happening right now, and that is, you know, kind of paralysis through fear. Uh, when you look at everything that's going on in the market, you know, we still have an inverted yield curve, which has never been a good sign for the stock market, meaning that you're not rewarded for long-term investing in the way of interest rates through CDs and bonds. You actually get a higher rate of return for going shorter, which points towards uncertainty. You have the debt ceiling looming. What's the government going to do there about their spending? You have you know, the Fed raising interest rates, unemployment uh, now starting to tick up a little bit. The market's been whipsawing. I mean, just this year, it's gone up eight, nine percent, and then clawed it all back now almost twice. And now you hear, you know, headlines of 
Berkshire Hathaway's Warren Buffett reducing equity exposure and warning more about the banks, and we've already had several bank closures, uh, people start to panic and say, well, what am I going to do? And ultimately, it's I'm going to put my money in a savings account, Mm -hmm. which unfortunately, the only thing we can kind of guarantee about a savings account is you will be eroded by inflation over time. And again, that habitual thing, you put it in a savings account, it never comes back out. So I think now is, you know, a real important time to try and try and figure out, you know, if there is always a positive market somewhere, where is that positive market? What is the safest place for me to put my money while still earning a reasonable rate of return? Yeah, and those are the things that the Aptus team can help you with. 614-917-1040 is their number set up. You can also make your appointment online, Aptus Wealth, A-P-T-U-S, aptuswealth.com. Josh and I host the Aptus Retirement Blueprint Radio Show Friday night at 7. It replays at Saturday at noon. It's a great time to learn more as we delve deeper into these concepts and what's going on out there in the market. And it's amazing, Josh, how much all these things are interconnected. That inverted yield curve leads to the collapse of First Republic Bank, third one since March. Uh, Chase gets bigger. Uh, the regional banks uh, seem to be more and more diminished, and that concerns a lot of people. Yeah, there's a reason why we have you know monopoly uh, rules, right? Uh, there's a reason why you know back in the day, if you rewind the clock back to the early 2000s, why Microsoft had to go through hearings to see if, in fact, they have the market completely cornered in monopolistic-type practices. And similarly, you know, one of the risks is we view all these banks, think of just, you know, one that's that's our hometown hero, right, Chase Bank. Yeah. Uh, When they get that big, the fear is always, can they control the entire market? We're seeing this in the brokerage industry with, you know, Schwab buying out TD, and those companies have already bought out several other companies. We're seeing it amongst banks. And I would suggest that uh, that's a natural evolution of capitalism. However, we need to make sure that we're nurturing and fostering an environment where new banks or new businesses have the ability to grow. And when you continually raise tax rates amongst businesses and you start subsidizing, in many cases, bigger banks versus small or bigger business versus small, think back to COVID when some were essential and others weren't. That creates an environment where it's very difficult for the little guy, if you want to think of it that way, to claw back up and trade their own path. So I am um, always an optimistic person, but I am concerned about some of the policies that are occurring uh, that are being spilled down from Washington and what impact that'll have on you know the middle class, whether that's increased taxation through businesses or these types of practices where we dole out. Uh, these failed banks and just automatically assume that the big banks uh, will reap the rewards. Josh Pick is our guest. He's with Aptus Wealth Management. They're located in Lewis Center. That's just off Route 750, not far north of the 23270 interchange. Set up your free consultation with the Aptus team. 614-917-1040 is the number. You can also do it online at aptuswealthaptus.com. The jobs report plays into all of this. And then I heard a headline last night that there are a couple Latin American countries, Josh, that are toying around with the idea of not using the dollar as their standard. I know you and I have had conversations in the past about the dollar's kind of uh, strength as the world's reserve currency. Um, Debt ceiling, if we default on our debt, that's said to be catastrophic for the economy. It's like, I mean, these headlines, uh, I kind of wonder, like, will we get a warning sign if something really bad is going to happen to our financial system or... Uh, is it a thing where I guess my limited knowledge of the history of the Great Depression is that that felt like that was kind of a 
an overnight thing, that everything was fine one day and, and the next it was not. Maybe that's not true. Maybe I have an incorrect impression of that. Do we have ample warning signs out there that we'll know trouble's coming, or will we get a, a bad surprise uh, in the worst-case scenario? Well, I think I'll give you the good and the bad, but then also perspective, because I think that's important. Um, if you look back at headlines for the last 20, 30 years, the conversation about the U.S. currency being removed as the world currency has been a topic of conversation for quite literally my entire working career. Now, I'm not suggesting that that couldn't be an eventuality. However, that type of fear-mongering is nothing new. Uh, the idea that certain countries will pull away from the U.S. dollar in the way of trading is also nothing new. Uh, what would be more concerning is thinking of countries like China and India and Russia getting together and saying we're no longer going to use the world currency, the U.S. dollar as the world currency. However, while that could be, an, again, of an eventuality, I think we're a long ways off. Now, that's that's the good news. I think that that's a lot of just fear mongering. However, uh, you know, the bad news is if that were to occur, history would say that it doesn't happen overnight, but it happens a hell of a lot faster than you think it's going to. So that's why it's so important to have a plan that includes diversity amongst not just stocks, bonds, mutual funds, ETFs, large companies, small companies, but have an approach of how do I hedge my positions against the ideas that maybe the U.S. dollar uh, could be weakened. Well, let's just call it inflation on a more realistic scale. How should I invest to hedge my bets and diversify amongst all of these potential geopolitical, uh, you know, financial, economic issues that could arise to make your your individual retirement or your individual goals as lockstep and predictable as possible. And you cannot accomplish that by simply watching headlines on the news and then knee-jerk reactioning uh, that into an investment decision. It has to be based in contextual, factual, uh, well-drawn-out plans. As always, great conversation with Josh, and we look forward to having you in the office again on Friday for the Aptus Retirement Blueprint Radio Show. Josh Pick, Aptus Wealth Management, 614-917-1040 or Aptus Wealth, A-P-T-U-S, aptuswealth.com. Josh, thanks for your time today. Always a pleasure. Thanks, Bruce. Medical technology, amazing. And as I have recently uh, endeavored to do, ending the show on a high note every day, I wanted to bring you the details of an amazing surgery that confounds the lie of the left that abortion is anything other than the murder of a child. Brain surgery has been performed on a baby still inside the womb in order to fix potentially deadly damage to vessels and the result of the surgery is to save the infant from suffering heart failure or stroke after birth. Uh, this all happened at Boston Children's Hospital. And the story says fetuses with rare prenatal condition known as, I can't even pronounce it, have arteries carrying high blood pressure that are connected to one of the main veins deep at the base of the brain. In normal fetal development, they should link to smaller capillaries thus slowing the flow and delivering oxygen to surrounding tissue. The U.S. team used ultrasound to carry out the successful procedure for a woman who was 34 weeks pregnant, or pregnant enough that the left would not have had any problem aborting that child, all in the name of women's health care. 
But in this case, the unnamed child was delivered two days later during a normal birth after labor was induced. The child was kept in a neonatal intensive care unit for several weeks, but the mother and baby are now together at home and doing fine. So it's a baby if you operate on its brain before it is born, but it is not a baby if you suction its brains out of its body two days before it is born. Are you following the logic? Not unless you are a crazy Democrat. Now, speaking of the crazy Democrats, they persist in going forward with Joe Biden as their candidate, but I'm becoming increasingly, increasingly doubtful that Biden will, in fact, be the Democratic nominee. The reason why I'm increasingly doubtful, and yes, this is good news because anything that's bad for Democrats is good news, are the poll results for Joe Biden are utterly abysmal. His approval rating since his announcement that he's seeking re-election has fallen to an all-time low of 36%. That is not just a low for Joe Biden. That is the lowest approval rating in the history of any president dating back to Harry Truman, which is when they started logging approval and disapproval ratings. 63% of the respondents in an ABC Washington Post poll, I said ABC Washington Post, neither of which is known as a staunch critic of the president, 63% of respondents say Biden does not have the mental sharpness to be president. What are the other 37% of the people thinking? Does that mean 37% of the people think he does have the mental sharpness? You're whacked. 62% of the people say Biden is not physically strong enough. There's always this uncomfortable decision I have to make on whether I comment on how Joe Biden appears physically because he is a human being and he is an elderly human being and I do not want to be someone that undervalues a person's age when you comment on their physical um, strength. But it is uncomfortable watching Biden chop his steps and teeter around, teeter and totter around the White House. And it's doubly uncomfortable because you know he's trying to look like, hey, look at me, I'm really virile and I'm, I'm strong and I'm with it, man. No, you're not. And the people who are putting you through that are really, really, really devious and evil. Um, the other poll that I've seen that I am cautious of is in the same poll, Donald Trump would beat Joe Biden 44 to 38, and Ron DeSantis would beat Joe Biden 42 to 37. Now, if you do the math, you will notice that 44 and 38 does not add up to 100. And you will also notice that 42 and 37 does not add up to 100. And so I caution you if you are a Republican and you are trying to take take uh, you know joy from the fact that, oh, look, Trump would beat Biden and DeSantis would beat Biden. 
There's a large majority of undecideds in these polls, not more than 44 or 38, but they're 12% undecided in the Trump poll. If all 12 go with Biden, Biden wins 50 to 44. If all 18% of the undecideds go with Biden, he beats DeSantis handily. We always say independence will decide the election. And it's one thing in a poll to say, ah, I'd rather see Trump. When you actually have to pull the lever for Trump over Biden, I think that's a much, much harder mountain to get over to win enough independence. Although I will say things continue to spiral out of control as they have. I give it a better I give it a better chance than I give it right now. Now today is a very special anniversary. It is the 78th anniversary of VE Day. If you're a student of history, which means you couldn't have gone to school in the past 15 years because they would never have taught this because it's a good day for America. VE Day stands for Victory in Europe Day. It is the day of the German surrender in World War II. Now, the Japanese hadn't surrendered yet, but this is how they celebrated Movie Tone News on VE Day. Throughout the world, throngs of people hailed the end of the war in Europe. It is five years and more since Hitler marched into Poland. Years full of suffering and death and sacrifice. Now the war against Germany is won. A grateful nation gives thanks for victory. Hundreds of thousands crowd into American churches to give thanks to God. A grateful nation, hundreds of thousands, crowd into churches to thank God. If you want to know how America has changed in 78 years, what greater demonstration can you have than the reaction on May 7, 1945, and the reaction now in America to whenever anything good happens? So... I note that to just underscore the fact that even though 78 years later a lot has changed in America, nothing has changed about God. Because God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And there is great comfort in that. There is great comfort in knowing that the things that you read in the Bible about God, the promises that he makes to you and to me, are unchanging and will never change. And while I give you stories of impotent leadership here in Columbus and impotent leadership around the country even in a place that's seemingly red and conservative as Texas with that horrific story from the elementary school and the sexual assault of the little girl does not change that God remains in control and that his truth never changes the left can act like it does they can say it does but it does not Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.